Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the Smackdown Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review Smackdown, but also Raw, NXT 2 by oh, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay per views, bloody premium live events, whatever they're called nowadays. We have interviews, roundtable discussions and a roundup of the week completes with a good quiz of course on wrestle culture as i said though joined by michael hamlet to look ahead to smackdown tonight a show with literally one thing advertised yeah if there's one thing i've learned wilborn in the last 24 hours specifically it's that it turns out that the people do not want earnest critical analysis and it's a good job <laughs> because smackdown couldn't give us it for trying could they um, we are out, it seems, of the era of uh, SmackDown, in the, in the most broadest of brushstrokes. Bothering. Being considered, <laughs> like, the peak uh, wrestling show of the week, that it exists in some sort of tier, separate, not just from WWE's output, but from wrestling's output as, at large. Uh, and I feel like these previews of late have maybe spoken to that. It is a fun part of our job to be able to talk about these wrestling shows. But it is a helpful part of WWE's to give us things to talk about. We do the bullets, we do the prep beforehand. You do the bullets, I should say. Mm -hmm. And we get to look at them as prep, myself and Sidgwick. And I was looking at these bullet points. And as I put it to Andy Murray in the office, this is not so much a preview as it is a post-review <laughs> review. <laughs> yes. We have to look at the things that happened last week and imagine what might occur. So if that's the case, if we are dealing completely with my like our imaginations i'd like to flip this up a little bit and put a bullet point to you first before you put yours to me go on what might wendy chew do on smackdown tonight <laughs> because god damn at least give us something interesting to pontificate on yeah it's surreal this because didn't smackdown last week do a really good number granted that's because we knew it was going to be roman and brock interacting with each other i sense brock probably won't be on this show they would have probably mentioned if that had been the case he's never a surprise anymore is he other than SummerSlam? no, no. but you do an amazing number. Surely you just think, well, just hoist some stuff on social media midweek so people have got to look forward to. Whereas it's just Seth Rollins confronts Roman Reigns or vice versa is all they've said is going to happen tonight. Not even advertised any matches. No, SmackDown does one good number with the, like Brock Lesnar's still a cheat code wrestler, isn't he? With Vincent Mann using his safest cheat code and he sits back and he peruses his landscape and he goes, well... That's my billion dollars earned for this four-year contract. Don't need to worry about the remaining shows. Don't need to worry about the remaining storylines. It's 
in WrestleMania season. Yeah. It's the road to WrestleMania beginning in, what, two and a half weeks at the Royal Rumble? Staggering lack of effort. I want to talk more about Dynamite. Um, the difference between a show that, and it wasn't just us, pleasingly, that didn't like it. There was a lot of good debate. I worry that I've just fed the trolls at the start of this podcast. <laughs> there was a lot of perfectly good debate about this Dynamite this week. Um, Still on Cage Match is one of the worst rated Dynamites ever. Yeah. Right, and not just because of those small men who uh, <laughs> try and drag progress backwards with their ratings on cage match, rigging the numbers. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that dynamite was a poor wrestling show, in my opinion, but it reflected people trying to make a good one. The low effort put into the SmackDowns of late are a different conversation. They are a different debate. WWE need to try when it comes to their billion-dollar wrestling show if they want to um, regain the adoration that it had in the summer months of 2021. Roman Reigns is absolutely the biggest star in this company. He's absolutely the talking point wrestler, all that sort of stuff. It cannot just be Roman Reigns. You know what I mean? It cannot just be um, whatever he's up to mm. and uh, stick around, I don't know, <laughs> that might that, like the reason I found myself devolving into a Vince voice there is because I genuinely think that's how these like production meetings go. I cannot see how that many people can gather together into a room and have nothing twelve hours before broadcast. I don't get it. It's it's weird, isn't it? Because I am still really excited about this SmackDown. A because it's well, it's only two hours rather than three compared to Monday Night Raw, but also. I am invested. Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns is a fascinating prospect yep. for the Rumble. We've talked about this, that they've stumbled in to some epic matches at the end of January. But you can't just go, well, remember when they in the Shield? Oh, by the way, the video package, if you may have seen this, you know, they're doing normally like a 30-second thing of like, tonight on SmackDown. Brilliant bit of the video package with a shot of Seth and Roman. I'll tweet this, and the Wilbur mega fans will forgive me. Of course. There's a, a shot with the two of them doing the shield fist thing yeah. that basically reads to me as WWE saying, hey, remember when it was Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns? And that was it in the shield? <laughs> Just those two guys. Don't take, don't take notice of the other guy standing there when Roman gets twad with the chair by <laughs> Seth Rollins. Who was that guy? I think he just uh, I think he was just a fan cosplaying <laughs> as one of the shield. You know, there, there is there is law. Mm-hmm. There is history there. So, yes, rest on your laurels with that. You have got, <laughs> oh, let's be let's be generous, still an hour and a half of a wrestling show to deal with. Yeah. Um, it's one thing, as you say, to uh, build, I guess. Uh, my feeling is they're not going to build it a great deal because of that law. This is a case of one of the greatest double acts in WWE history, <laughs> having a rumble match at WrestleMania. Do you remember when um, Savage was out of favour and they would talk about the mega power explodes, Hulk Hogan <laughs> versus nobody. Like the... Um, it's, it's a big thing, and I don't know if they... I don't want to say they need to, because you should always make effort. I don't know if they need to do much more than that for the next few weeks. I think Seth is going to say things like, I know you better than you know yourself. Um, you might be the head of the table on SmackDown, but I was always the architect of the Shield. Mm-hmm. All, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, Roman, in response, can you know say along the lines of, you know, I was younger than you then. Uh, that wasn't such a big issue for you, but I'm younger than you now, and that's a huge problem because I've overtaken you. Mm-hmm. Everything you believe that you would achieve, I have done, and then some. All that kind of, It's not bad material, quite honestly. They will maybe face an uphill climb trying to babyface Seth Rollins for the benefit of this program. He, um, For anybody that didn't see it, he sort of 
came out as himself, this drip god, drip god, Seth freaking Rollins, um, in his jacket and his funny, his wacky clothes, um, just dresses at the guy at the wedding that you're not sure whether he should talk to or not, <laughs> um, but he beat up the Usos and played to the crowd, albeit in his character. So I think they'll try in a sort of dark match. This wasn't it, or yeah, a, sorry, a live show. And it was either a house show. It was the end of last week's SmackDown yeah. taping. I think they'll try and do that. I don't think that they're going to just betray the work they've put into the Seth Rollins character over the last year and a bit. But I do think he'll like lean on some babyface tendencies. Maybe a bit of pandering. Maybe the Usos are the key to all this. You know, maybe um, Roman will sick them on Seth and he'll beat them from a disadvantaged point. They've mm-hmm. separated him perhaps from Kevin Owens on Raw for the good of this angle. You know, they can reunite. I would like some Usos versus Rollins and, and Owens stuff though on SmackDown. Well, as fun as that would be, I think Owens and Rollins had something quite good as heels on Raw. So you risk betraying that if you move them to SmackDown. And I do, because I, I'd, as much as it you know doesn't follow the basic tenets of mm. good guys versus bad guys in wrestling, seeing two teams, I've mentioned this when we talked about AEW, so it's high praise this, seeing two teams try and out-cheat each other yeah, is yeah. very entertaining in small doses. I, and I, I do like, we had this with the Brock stuff, I love the idea of Owens playing a very long game by getting Seth to do a lot of dirty work. Hmm. Yeah, we'll get a WrestleMania match. You, you fight him. <laughs> I, I don't need this. Like, um, yeah, the Seth winning that house show thing plus Seth beating Big E clean on Raw leads me to believe that we're going to see him dial back some of the more irritating qualities of this character in an effort to, just for the benefit of the dynamic on the night at the Royal Rumble, I think. I'm not suggesting this is going to be a long-term babyface turn for Seth. It's it's big. I hope they don't dilute it. I don't want to be a negative Nancy completely, but I hope that we are as hyped on the night as we probably are right now for Seth and Roman Reigns. But they've not gone back to it loads. It's pretty cool. Outlandish prediction for tonight. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens comes out in a flag jacket. Great. Really good, yeah. Like, just have Roman be like, oh, yeah, you know, I've got a lot of history, but why don't you face Jimmy Uso in the main event? Because that'll keep people sticking around. Jay gets involved. Who on earth's going to come to it? And Roman sat in his office, just feet up watching the match, watching his his contender getting battered. And then Owens makes the save. And we have... I, I just... I, I'm still holding on to that wonderful Jericho-Owens relationship story that they had many, mm-hmm. many years ago. And I just... I think it... Owens is so good at that. He kissed Seth Rollins, I think, on a, either it was yeah. a live show or something you like that. You can see the bones of that Jericho yeah. thing happening again, can't you? I'll give you the same but different in terms of a prediction. How about this? Um, a sort of infamous pro, uh, backstage vignette, although people just don't remember stuff anymore. The content churn has made it so it's hard for people to remember things, so this sort of thing disappears into the mist a little bit. Um, backstage in Raw, I think it was 2016, Seth and Roman, then Babyface Friends, mm-hmm. battle planning, and uh, who is in the middle rabbiting on, waffling on as a rib because apparently he likes to go into the granular details backstage. What I'm pitching tonight is Roman and Seth having their big confrontation in the ring to be interrupted. Why not stick him in a flak jacket? By Sami Zayn. Yes. He's like, here's you two big talkers. It's a conspiracy that I'm not in this title match. I've got an intercontinental title match with Nakamura. I shouldn't have to win the Royal Rumble. I want both belts at WrestleMania, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and then for a second, the, like the shield within Roman and Seth results in them double teaming the two of them. Uh-oh. Like sorry, double teaming Sammy, chucking him out the ring, and then they sort of stare at each other. And that's like established that they're 
the Brotherhood runs deep between the two, and then Roman catches himself and they're like, nah. What's uh, what's this reference? Ah, it's on uh, Knowing Me, Knowing You with Alan Partridge <laughs> when he's interviewing the rock star played by Patrick Marber, who used to work as a photocopy uh, repairman. But he's like, he's trying really hard to embrace the fact that he's a rock star now. And uh, Alan Partridge is like, well, I've actually got this uh, broken photo. Can we wheel it in? And it's a broken photocopier. And then he takes the rock star up on the stage. And then like the old photocopier repairman gets in. He's like, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, and he messes with the tray and he fixes it. And he goes, uh, yeah, see out there? So there's a magnet in there. You hold your paper clips. And then I, I, Alan's like, thanks very much. See? It can be really helpful. Yeah, it's, it's a good machine. This good machine. Anyway, I don't do that anymore. And he catches himself and he tries to go <laughs> yes. a rock star again. I want Roman Reigns to just for a second embrace being in the shield and then realise it and catch himself. Oh, no, I'm not. A little ooh-ah in ooh, it. Yeah, and then it's like, nah, that's not me anymore. I'm the head of the table. And then, but Seth's sort of like, I'm in your head. Yeah. I'm in your head. I know you're weak. <laughs> Uh, sticking with the bloodline, uh, the Usos' dominance continues on SmackDown. They retain the uh, tag titles in that wild street fight last week. Uh, Xavier Woods actually getting injured mm. in that. It looks like he's going to miss the Rumble. He's out for about four to six weeks. Uh, injured himself uh, attempting, or hitting, I should probably say, uh, a DDT in that match. We wish him well with his recovery. Whether or not that had have happened, the new day feels like have had their chances for now at the SmackDown tag team titles. Are they going to establish in the between now and what is it two weeks till to the rumble another challenger for the Usos, or do you think they're going to be sort of more background players um, in, in this Roman Rollins storyline? That absolutely that uh, an absolute push. Um, you could put the Usos on not so. I don't even want to say the Rumble undercard. Maybe the kickoff. Uh, it's a stadium. They sometimes go two hours for the big four kickoffs. Uh, so they need. A Please don't. Yeah, a bit more for the card. Um, so I could see them maybe if they wanted to, but nothing in what two and a half weeks is going to feel heated enough to belong on that card. I can't even think of another tag team who's a viable challenge. I mean, like you, had, I was thinking, like, oh, you got the Viking Raiders, but they literally just lost in like two minutes last week. Yeah, um, you know, there's Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin, which I guess we'll get to. Are Corbin and Shanky? We booked like that last Corbin week. Corbin and Shanky, they haven't come together yet, so we're kind of saving <laughs> that one. No, I would see them, if they're not defending the title against a random assortment on the kickoff, um, I would actually expect them to obviously run interference for Roman. But I would just like, I lo- the Rumble is so amazing because even even bad Rumbles have good moments. Mm-hmm. There might be a list coming very soon Ooh. on coach.com forward slash WB that highlights 10 specific ones. But um, good Rumble, even bad Rumbles have good moments. And every character, because there is one objective for every single character, you can apply that everybody on the roster and you can have a lot of fun nobody I know like there's an element of surprise and random entrance are part of the fun but regular characters can enter the rumble for very specific reasons not necessarily related to pointing at a sign Roman should be telling the Usos that he's got them both places in the rumble because it's their job to win it to protect him like oh well yeah it's gonna be really cool isn't it Jimmy or Jay if you win because you can then challenge Brock Lesnar and the implication can be that's me out of trouble. Yeah. That's me out of WrestleMania. That's a good shout. You know, like that sort of thing. So I would like them both to be in for that purpose, um, you know, because it's just such an easy detail to apply to mm-hmm. them. Otherwise, yes, possibly something on a kickoff. Sorry, <laughs> Usos. <laughs> hair ruffling prediction for you that you get to work the pre-show. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Sticking with the Rumble, I'm so jazzed. I get so giddy, no matter how mm-hmm. good or bad. And it's not been bad, to be fair, yeah. at the start of this year, WWE. No matter how good or bad it is, though, the Rumble always gets me excited. It's either that or the strong coffee, strong fancy coffee that Andy Murray's made for the, me this morning. It's got me bouncing off the walls. Shout out to Michael Kohler. That is still keeping us fresh, Whoa! hydrated, and high well into 2022. So last week, we saw Charlotte Flair declare that she's going into the Rumble, uh, despite the fact that she is SmackDown Women's Champion. So we can assume that... It'll probably be some more unbearable promos from her in the coming weeks, mm. but no challengers. What happened last week, of course, is Naomi stepped up and offered herself as a challenger, and they had a really enjoyable match, I thought, if it wasn't for the bloody scheming of Sonya Deville. So related to that, could you see Sonya Deville entering the Rumble, perhaps? I'm just desperate to see her back in a ring on a regular basis, and this storyline is sort of weird and occasionally they just sort of forget about it for a few weeks but her for no good reason as far as I know Mm. just messing with Naomi does have legs doesn't it yeah it's dragged on too long it this happens a lot in WWE it's happened with RK bro I was thinking about this the stories that they drag out because they're written week to week rather than meticulously plotted some there'll be elements of plot but WWE so rarely feels meticulously plotted. It always feels relatively week to week. And very occasionally you can see a long game. In the case of RK Bro, and in the case of this, we all thought we saw a long game. And then it felt like both angles missed their peak. But they drag on so long that they kind of find a new peak. <laughs> yes. They just like right at the bottom. It's, the, it's funny. It's not funny again. It's not funny. Oh, it's funny again now. Yeah. And sometimes they get lucky and things just come back around for them at the right time. And that feels a little bit like what's happening with Naomi and Sonya Deville. Um, we all want Sonya Deville back, not least because recently when we got a teaser of her back in her gear and a kind of a new look and updated Deville, you were like, oh, it is coming. 
you don't get that made just for a bit. No. Like, this, this is happening. This is coming. I love the Rumble as a vehicle for this. I, I'd love one day if we found out why she was so pissed off with Naomi in the first place. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that minor character detail that set up a six-month storyline. <laughs> um, Deville making herself number 30, potentially great. Deville making Naomi number one, potentially great. Deville doing both as a way to try and keep her as far apart from Naomi as possible, also great. Lots of creative stuff you can do with this. One eliminating the other. Ideally, Naomi eliminating Deville yeah. to get like a much-needed bit of comeuppance in, on a really big stage to set up a, a pretty big match for, if not WrestleMania, certainly one of the pay-per-views in between. And you can have Shayna eliminate her or Natalia or you know whatever yeah. if you wanted. If you think, well, how do you get Naomi out of there? Well, Sonya's got all these paid stooges yep. that, that can do that job for her, but you need Naomi to get a bit of agency. They're taking the Elimination Chamber to Saudi Arabia, so I like, can't wait to see a homosexual woman wrestle there. I can't see any reason why that wouldn't happen. Um, <laughs> I still, still remember thinking, why aren't they booking Shayna Baszler in Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's why. That's the deal you've made with the country you've made it with, WWE. Um, so just loads of, loads of meat on the bone um, if they want to do it. To add something else you mentioned there, obviously, as a contributing factor to this, um, the fact that they come together on television might just be a complete bit of happenstance because she happened to be in the ring. But I think it's interesting that Charlotte Flair has tiptoed into their orbit as well. I quite like the fact that she missed WrestleMania last year and she realised, I don't need you anymore, <laughs> and has tried to like avoid bothering this year. Maybe she'll pick her opponent or maybe if she wins, she'll just take the night off. Like I quite respect that. It's good in gimmick queen stuff. She's the right champion to mm. pull this stunt, you know? Um, but it's interesting that she was more than happy to be a bit of a hit woman for Sonya Deville. She'd be the one that was in there as a bit of an obstacle to Naomi. So perhaps that pulls Naomi towards the women's title whilst in this conflict with Sonya Deville. Yeah. And maybe there's something, you know, it could be something or nothing, but maybe there is something to that. Sorry to spring this on you. Where's Zia like, I missed a few episodes of SmackDown over Christmas, but I don't... I think one of them was a clip show, and one of them was just a... It's Christmas show, basically. Um, but she came out, she had electricity coming from her hands yeah. and stuff, and then I haven't seen much of her since. So, our street, where I live, is, like, six houses. Mm -hmm. They're all semi-detached. So it's, like, three blocks of semi-detached. And we all... There's a fence at the top. I live quite near um, uh, a train line, and there's a fence mm -hmm. at the top. Now, really, that fence is only near the one house at the top, and it blew down in a big storm. And the guy from the house, on every house, and he's like, right, um, just so you know, that the fence is a shared thing. I've actually got the, the deeds of the houses here. You're not going to read it, are you? But he's like, I don't mind ringing around and getting the quotes, but it's going to cost this much, and uh, we all have to split it. And I was like, I could read this small print, but I don't know where my deeds are, and you do, and you're in the process of finding quotes. I'm going to let this happen, as long as the price isn't too bad. And he's gone and got it done, hasn't he? And the fence isn't as good as the old one. Oh. And now we're all kind of needing to pay him. And I think he, he's a bit of a scary bloke, actually. <laughs> well, he's not a wrestling fan, otherwise. I'm <laughs> Can you imagine? And uh, anyway, yeah. So, uh, like, we're kind of... Me and my wife think, oh, we need to get the money for this guy here. Um, but I'm not a big fan of the fence. And if another storm came and blew down this fence and you had to get it repaired by the guys, because they've only just put it up, I feel like they would have to come back and repair it. Mm -hmm. Gratis, because it's like, we expected to stay up longer than this. You've paid a bit extra for the, I don't know, concrete fitting or whatever. Or yeah, whatever. to keep the fence in place. What I'm saying is, Zyli, if you're not in need on SmackDown, can you come and shoot lightning at this inferior fence? Because I want my fucking money's worth. <laughs> And you're blatantly not getting used on television. It's like, oh, cool, because they bring her in. They give them this great build, great, great interesting The North East of England need your magic powers. 
because I'm a couple of hundred quid in the hole and I'm not terribly happy with it. I, we were sort of praising this silliness. Yeah. Because why not? You've got, um, what is it? Augmented reality? Is that what it's called? Oh, whatever, the yeah. There, yeah. Funny graphics. <laughs> like the, um, like the, um, the woman on uh, Wrestling the Shadows. It's like Bret Hart's my hero. Why? Because I'm going to college for computer graphics. That woman became Zylee's personal animator. <laughs> um, it was good stuff, wasn't it? I have some bad news for the Zylee fans. Uh-oh. Very bad news. She was working house shows going 50-50 with Shotzi, which is very much... Oh, yeah, Smack- Shotzi's a thing, isn't she? Smackdown wrestlers with nothing to do, mm-hmm. getting reps in. She's working house shows. Now, don't grimace at the name, the mention of the name, grimace at what this represents. She's currently working house shows with Natalia. Mm. Now, for those that couldn't quite hear that, Will Bond just threw his chair at the wall. But <laughs> in WWE speak, we know what that means, doesn't it? She's gone on television. Have they looked at her and thought, Jesus Christ, it's another Triple H guy that can't fucking work. Like, has she, as one of the last old-fashioned, in inverted commas, call-ups mm-hmm. from Triple H's goddamn stupid indie show, have they seen her throw some kicks aside, don't like her, get her with Natalia at the end of the season? It feels very much like what yeah. they do with wrestlers who they're not happy with, doesn't it? Could be wrong, could be total speculation, she could be back on the show tonight, but just something to think about. That like that's what she's currently doing is uh, working working the loop with Natalia. Yeah, exactly. I think it speaks volumes. Um, in terms of Happy Corbin, oh God, why do you always have to start sentences like this? every Friday? <laughs> well, I thought we could just have a fun little, one of our little games because okay. uh, if he's not going to attack with Shanky, <laughs> someone needs to put him in his place. They just had that throwaway tag match with the Viking Raiders last week, but yeah. he's going to be there gloating about what he's done with Drew McIntyre until one would assume Drew McIntyre comes in and kicks his head off because that's where they're heading. Mm-hmm. Probably at WrestleMania, if I had to guess. So f- I feel like someone should defend Drew's honour yeah. in the interim. Who should it be? Well, Skip Sheffield. But if he's not around, Slapjack. But if he's not around, can we play a game? Yeah, should we play the game? Yes, please. Because I'm looking at this roster and going, like, if it's me, Ricochet. Maybe have Ricochet win a few times. But that's not going to happen, is it? We've never named this game, have we? No, we haven't actually given it a title. Scroll down for SmackDown. Right, okay. Okay. So usual rules apply. Question, uh, once again. Who will put Happy Corbin in his place? Tell me when to stop and then give me a number between one to four as I scroll around the WWE.com Superstars page for everyone on SmackDown. Stop. Okay. And the number between one and three, please. Three. Is this between one and three? Mm-hmm. Okay. Three. Oh, why have you done that? Who's going to stop Baron Corbin tonight? Who's going to put him in his place? Who's going to put Happy Corbin in his place? doesn't work because of the, the character he last had on television. But <laughs> it's the old thing. What do we say as football fans of football teams that are mint, the best football teams we've ever seen, of course, yeah. but it can be a bit crap occasionally? It's the hope that kills you. Must have fought Ali. Oh, no. Like, that'd be great. Yeah. Just have him come back and be like, yeah, I know I was a bit of a knobhead before, but I'm mint. Yeah. He's been doing, like, no-look springboard moonsaults <laughs> or some mad stuff on social media. It'd be, like, the easiest thing, wouldn't it? Like, imagine it, like, he could just come out and cut a promo and saying. Right, retribution, race, sorry, hacking everybody and like filming them covertly. I, I know, I know. Coming out and trying to turn you all on, man, so it's not ideal. And then 
Corbin and Madcap Moss are in the ring, and then he's like, "But those guys, <laughs> yeah." And then like everybody starts chanting, "Lesser of two evils, lesser <laughs> of two evils." It is the hey Meg, do you get less ugly <laughs> of SmackDown? Yeah, because. Just push Mr. Farley. Yeah. I'd He's quite, great. I'd quite like to pretend that like, the last two or three years didn't happen. And just, Remember when he was at the top of the ladder and he was like, oh, bloody hell, Brock's here. And you were like, yeah, cool, but the briefcase is right there. Just get that. Just get that. Yeah. Um, I'd love it. I'd, You know, WWE, I want WWE to be more, like, to take more advantage of the fact that they're so goddamn disposable. Easy. Do the things that we would criticise AW for because it just throws away logic. On that show... We want characters to be loyal to the stories that they're telling. In WWE, now it's loyal to out. So have Musfa Ali come out and just act like he's been the top babyface for the last three years. <laughs> and on night one, and when we're reviewing it on Monday, it'll be a bit, right, this was a bit weird. So Musfa Ali comes out and the commentator's are like, who's that guy? And he goes, <laughs> WWE Universe, I'm Musfa Ali, and I'm here to kick ass. And at the Royal Rumble, I'm going to win and cash my check and go all the way to WrestleMania. I've never had a title shot, but I want one, and I'm going to win one. And you're going to be like, Hamflit, what did you make of this? And I was like, WWE's thick, Wilborn. It's the stupidest show in the world. And then next Friday, a week today, you're going to be like, what next, Musfa Ali? And I was like, I love that debuting star last week <laughs> on WWE SmackDown. As a member of the WWE Universe, I'm really excited to see what he's going to do. On the premium live event that is on the, Royal Rumble. On the premium live event that is the Royal Rumble that we've always called premium live events. I've, I've been watching these premium live events for 32 years. And let me tell you, I don't think anybody's going to make a bigger set. What was his name? Mustafa Al Ali. I love him. <laughs> I think they could get away with it. They're the content company. I, I, Look, I, I that, don't care how Is that any more you... egregious than pretending that you changed the name of your company because of some corporate ethos, not because you were sued into oblivion by a panda? Like, is one worse than the other, really? Just have him come out and have... His name escapes me right now. On the introductions, say... Oh, Musa Ali used to suck, but he don't suck no more now. <laughs> What's his name? I can't Michael Rappaport. Yeah, and I'd be like, yep, okay, fine. I don't care as long as Musa Ali gets a push, basically. Yeah. Because he deserves it. Uh, finally, another person who deserves a push. By the way, can we talk about Michael Rappaport for a second? Go on. You Have you seen Russian Doll on Netflix? Stars Natasha Leone. She was also in Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. She was also in American Pie as the one who pretended she had, like, loads of experience with sex stuff. She was Tara Reid's mate. Yes, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, so, like, super, super cool. But she had, like, a mid-2000s period where, like, big into heroin, tough time, you know, like, got through it, like, uh, kind of a Pete Doherty story for anybody that doesn't know her but needs a relatable mm. case. Like, you saw him, like, skinny, needles hanging out of his arm. Now you'll see him, nice big belly, eating a breakfast. <laughs> doing awesome living. Living his best life. Yeah, living his best life, doing awesome living. Natasha Leone is cool as, like, so, so cool. Russian Doll's awesome on Netflix. Give it a watch. Anyway, like, she was bad into the crack. I'm talking Phil Mitchell and EastEnders crack. <laughs> Uh, and it was in that nasty time when, like, Gorka and that would, like, use her as a bit of a punching bag. Oh, what a state and all this. Like, not a nice time yeah. for celebrity coverage and culture. She had a flat in New York, and she had money to burn. Like, well, she had a lot of stuff to burn. Spoons, maybe. But, like, she had money to burn as well. And Michael Rappaport was her landlord. Right? Oh. So she wrecks the flat. It's proper train spot in the whole deal. And Michael Rappaport, there's a picture online. Search Michael Rappaport, Natasha Leone, landlord. And he's like... Yeah, like, I'm sympathetic to a cause, but, like, absolute nightmare tenant caused me thousands of pounds of damage. You can kiss my ass, right? 
She obviously cleans up, like really happy ending, all sort of stuff. And there's like images of them together on a chat show, and it's like, we're cool now. The literal, Ashley, it's actually going to use to suck, but she don't suck no more. I, I couldn't believe this. I was just like, you see the two of them together. It's like, yeah, <laughs> the ruthless aggression era for Natasha Leon, not so good, Al. But now it's all great between there you them. Go. She used to suck, but she don't suck no more. <laughs> Uh, right, let's conclude talking about Sami Zayn as we often do here. Uh, he's got an inter- intercontinental title shot, uh, but last week he lost to Rick Boogs. So instead, let's talk about him potentially feuding with Johnny Knoxville as we head to the Rumble. I like, I want Sami Zayn. I love Sami Zayn, and yeah. I, I realise I'm about to book him to look like an idiot on television. But there's there's hope at the end of all this. Maybe you could give him the money in the bank briefcase like I've booked for the last four years. Like. As much as it's going to make him look like a bit of a knobhead, mm-hmm. him getting pranked every week by... Even if Johnny Knoxville's not there, we know, hey, Sami Zayn, high five, big hand comes around and just knocks him off his feet. Like, pranks. I'm not a huge fan of internet pranks nowadays because mm. they're uh, all fake. Um, but <laughs> the jackass... Are you questioning the integrity of lad, baby? The, the jackass, that sort of thing. Yeah. Like... That'd be great. He's just like, he's because John Knoxville's probably not going to show up there every week because he's above SmackDown, yeah. probably in WWE's eyes. But if you're going to feud with Johnny Knoxville, it should be Sami Zayn going out and cutting epic promos and then not having poo dropped on him. But, <laughs> but, but funny jackass stunts that make me even more excited to watch Jackass Forever when it comes out in February with you two. Absolutely. I loved the second they came together. I'm sure you had the exact same reaction as that. Of course. Yes. Get in. Like, just perfect. Perfect sort of um, bringing together of characters that you never would have imagined in the second you do. It's the equivalent of like a really cool AEW match graphic, isn't it? It's like, yes. I didn't know I wanted that. And I really want that. Sammy's in, pissing about with Johnny Knoxville. Jackass co-promotion stuff, tremendous. Not least because if Nakamura is hurt and potentially... Like, I don't know how injured, but they've yeah, had to delay this match. I'd sit on it till post-rumor, wouldn't you? I do what you like with it, man. Nobody cares about the Intercontinental title. I wish they did. But we are where we are with that. In the meantime, jackass stuff. Yes. All of those pranks. All of those daft ideas you come up with. And I feel like I might have nailed the go-home angle for the Royal Rumble and Sami Zayn, right? Go on. What have I complained about for months and months and months that I feel like is a thread that is far too loose to my liking? Sami Zayn's conspiracy movie. Yes. So... He promotes. Remember when he got all dressed up for the Slammies in his tux and stuff? Aww. Digs out that tux. And he says, ahead of the Royal Rumble, guys, it's finally here. We finished the movie. Are we in, oh, we're in Oscar season right now, aren't we? That's right. It's Oscar season. I've won awards before. I'm going to win some more. And you're all going to see it. You, the WWE Universe, are invited to the screening of Sami Zayn's Conspiracy Theory movie. And we see him. He's hired out a cinema. He's hired out of theatre, right? Nobody's come. No. Sammy's in. He says, ever the optimist, says, probably a conspiracy. There was no doubt one of them ticket websites that were hacked while people were trying to buy trainers. So uh, I'm sure if they could, they'd buy tickets, but I guess it's just me. That's all right, SmackDown fans, you can watch it with me. And he has to pick one seat in the whole theatre. He can pick anyone he wants, can't he? A, that seat is an ejector seat mm-hmm. set up by the cast of Jackass. With like a, um, they, I've seen people do this before with like a, an airbag from a car underneath yeah. it and they go bloody flying <laughs> in the air. So Sammy takes an awesome bump off that and he's, oh, oh God, just just play the movie. <laughs> and somebody swapped the reel for Jackass forever. And that's the go home angle for uh, Love it. the Royal Rumble. 
And he's like, he has to swear vengeance on Johnny Knoxville for the match because they've fucked with his premier. And then Knoxville's probably still going to eliminate him. Yeah. And then Party Boy's going to have a dance with him. Yes. Like, I love it. I Just want, start want Party the... Boy, and Party Boy can meet Rick Boogs. Yeah. Continue the ball rolling this week that you started last week because I want to fantasy book this in the coming weeks as we head to the Rumble. We are. They've announced, they've had no trouble announcing um, female uh, legends, stars, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. People that would have been surprises that aren't surprises, I guess, which is great because it means there's... Oh, stuff. no, you've spoiled some array. Oh, I know. I know. Um, but they've not really done that as much with the men's match, have no. they? I hope this Jackass Universe stuff extends because what I want is for Fandango to make a return. Dirty Kate himself, one night return. Party Boy to be out there with Knoxville and them two to do like the double doinks mirror spot with each other. <laughs> like have Dango come out in full Party Boy gear and then like, but instead of just doing the hands like the doinks did, like mirroring thrusts, like they're doing the dance, but they're doing it at the same time, in time with each other. <coughs> you know me and my feeling about Royal time. Rumble dancers, so yeah. there you have it. Well, there you go. We've now advertised. We've talked for over half an hour about SmackDown. We did it again. Look at this. Consumer pros. Let us know your thoughts ahead of SmackDown tonight on Twitter. Uh, at what culture WWE on Twitter, as I said. Uh, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... Don't put the diss in discourse, but follow me if you want, at Michael Hamflet. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at what culture WWE. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, including on Monday, our review of this show. But for now, this has been the SmackDown preview. My thanks to Michael. Hamlet, thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.